guest with us today is Stacy Lovedahl. She is from Catawba County in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for stopping by. So explain to our listeners what your role is, what you're doing nowadays. So I am an instructional technology facilitator with Catawba County Schools. And for the last year and a half, I've been on loan to the Department of Public Instruction. So I am available to do instructional technology PD for schools and districts in the western half of the state. It's the best job ever. It's hilarious, but it's the (laughs) best job ever. It sounds like it's one of those jobs where you kind of make your way a lot. Yes, you meet, I've realized that you are, you know, driving up to a school district to do something like, you know, maybe it's hyperdocs or maybe it's you know school net assessments whatever the topic is right. but you realize we're all solving the exact same problems yeah and it's just it's it's just really if we just connect everybody together it would be so awesome it would be so easy yeah. right we'd have all the answers if we were all in the same room yes so what brings you to uh, personalized learning southeast well, one of the things the districts are asking for increasingly is not just come teach me Google Right. But to you know, effectively use technology to you know for their students. Okay. And so personalized learning is pretty much it. <laughs> <coughs> well, we agree with you. <laughs> How did you like describe your discovery of personalized learning? How did that come to be a part of who you are as an educator and what you're trying to spread? That's a great question. Okay, yeah. so before becoming an ITF, I was a um, middle school science teacher. Uh-huh. And before being middle school science, I was an environmental consultant. So mm-hmm. we you know, investigated hazardous waste sites. And so when I started teaching, you know, my, you know, my, my goal was to just make the children love science. Yes. Well, it turns out middle schoolers have something else on their mind. <laughs> I was a middle school teacher too. I yes. understand. 100%. So we're right yeah. there. And then the other sort of you know tension was that you know to make them like it, you need to do science, not just learn about it mm-hmm. in a book or whatever. But there was never enough time. So back in about you know 2012, I started flipping my class. Yeah. And um, that was when it was very new. Like nobody was doing these things. Right. And um, you know, and that gradually, some years you know it was really flipped, and they would actually watch a video at home for homework. Sure. Um, but most of the time, it became some kind of blended learning situation yeah. in class and from there it just gradually evolved into not nearly as organized as it seems like it is now sure but that idea yeah so when you go visit schools who are asking for things you know like they're starting to ask for you know well we'd like to be able to use technology in a better way like what what are your go-to's what do you find are the trends in the way you're speaking with educators and mm-hmm. districts if I get the choice, yeah. you know, a lot of times I just show up and I do you know, whatever it is, you know, however it is that I fit into um, what they're looking for. But I'd say the main thing is to figure out what teachers wish they could do. Yeah. You know, for me with flipping, I wanted more class time so that I could you know do science with kids instead of right. you know just telling them about you know the stages of mitosis or whatever. So if you start with what do they need or what they wish yeah. they could do, and then figure out how technology can kind of help them get there. Do you have success with teachers doing that? Are they like, nobody's ever asked me that before? I have absolutely 100% success all the time. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, 
it really, really varies. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like a, you know, if you were supporting your district, right, you'd have some teachers in some places where it's very, um, very responsive to, you know, what teachers need and they've gotten, you know, choice and a say in what they're doing. And then other places, um, it's much more traditional and, mm -hmm. you know, we need these CEUs. So Stacy's shown up to tell you something. Right. It really depends. Yeah. So do you get the choice of where you go or are you assigned or is it like a blend of it's a it's a hundred percent you know on call so okay. the state you know has some ways that people can find out about the educator on loan program um, and so you know districts or principals or um, curriculum um, coordinators will just send me an email we'll look at the dates on the calendar and figure out you know when oh, when excellent. to when to show up and what to do yeah I'm gonna assume that you don't have a lot of free time no, managing, you know, the Since you said, what, Western North Carolina? Yeah, from Alamance, Burlington, literally the western half of the state wow. to Tennessee. Yes. Okay. So, but it's, it, like I said, it's a hilarious job when you just think about that, right? Yes. But yeah. the coolest part about it is, you know, just getting to, you know, go into all these districts and see what people are doing. Mm -hmm. And right. literally, it's, it doesn't matter if it's a brand new shiny school or... Um, you know, one that was built in, you know, 1950, you know, everybody's doing the same, you know, the, the same version of the same thing. Yeah. There's some version of the same thing. So what are some of your big takeaways so far mm -hmm. from that conference? So I went to a session that was really talking about systematizing things uh -huh. and that you make more progress if you have some kind of structure in place. And so that struck me because one of the districts that I'm working with is, is piloting personalized learning in some of their schools and has intentionally made the decision not to prescribe, not to be, right. this is what a pathway looks like, this is what a learner profile looks like. And some teachers love that, like they want the freedom to create things from scratch and to mm -hmm. investigate. And other teachers would really like to, you know, Google their standards and have playlists just pop out. Right. Yes. So we're, you know, kind of looking at where do you get <clears throat> the, you know, the efficiencies from systematizing without kind of taking away the creativity and sort of innovation. Thank you very much for talking with us today. Well, you're welcome. Thank this you was so great. Much.